0: Welcome to Slice of PI, where we have quick hot takes on the news. I am Matt, and with me is my co-host, Borge. Say hello, <laughs> Borge. <laughs> are you hello, all right? Hello. All right. Uh, well, you look like you had some extra strong coffee tonight. All right. Yep, yep, yep. yep. yep, yep, yep. Uh, so are you ready to have a hot take? All right. Yep. Let's shove this all right, hot let's...
1: take of the news.
0: <laughs> all right. So first off, we're going to do two instances of it is known as cancel culture, all right? So first, uh, for those of you who watch the reality show Pinoy Big Brother, the latest uh, evictee, uh, as, well, as of this week, is Mr. Russo Laurente, the second house paid to leave the Pinoy Big Brother, particularly because he, was, he admitted to being in favor of the closure of ABS-CBN Particularly by the Duterte administration, because he was uh, exposed to pro-Duterte media, and, and but later on he actually admitted that uh, he didn't know what he was talking about. Unfortunately, you know, he went under fire, and the people, as a result, people chose not to vote for him. And even hostess Tony Gonzaga tried to defend him, saying, you know, he's just a young person, that he, <clears throat> that he, he's still learning, and for defending him, they in turn. Uh I used to say <laughs> bashed her, both like both the contestant and the host. But the thing is, her family has known to being somewhat if not really supportive, but what's the word sympathetic to the uh, admi- administration at times? Uh, particularly Alex Gonzaga, his sister, who has been op- more openly pro duterte And then, of course, uh related to that, you know, is another uh instance, much before that, around December. There's this one artist by the name of Avel Bakudio, Am I say that right? An artist of the Idea First company, and they take they took down uh, his items from the merchandise. You know, they cut ties for making a TikTok video saying that, and I quote, "For me, ang pinaka magaling na first lady ng Pilipinas is Imelda Marcos, or the (laughs) best first lady is Imelda Marcos, Uh, which of course you know that's." Quite contentious, for and for, uh, for a lot of people, any praise of Marcus's is uh, just terrible. You know, it's a terrible thing to say. It's disrespectful to the people who lost their lives. In, well, lost their lives in the during the regime. So as a result, you know, these two people, their in a way, their livelihoods were at stake in uh, being cancelled for their personal political opinions. So that's the news. Uh, What do you think about that?
1: No, Let's just call it as it is. They're forming mobs. Cancel culture is the current spirit of the digital mob right now. I mean,
0: Mm -hmm. I think
1: that's that's, that's my my primary reaction to this one. Let's just call it as Mm -hmm. it is. Let's call a spade a spade. Everyone trying Mm -hmm. to practice cancel culture, they're part of a mob. Mm -hmm. But then again, unlike (laughs) the classic mobs that can actually drag politicians out of their offices and kill them, these digital mobs, well, they're pretty harmless.
0: Harmless? What are you talking about?
1: Well, politically harmless, to be more specific. But uh, they target mm-hmm. those who are already have a lesser degree of power, prominent mm-hmm. but not as powerful as those in office.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, for one thing, so it's harmless to harmless people, or is it har- is that what you're saying?
1: It's harmless to the powerful.
0: It's harmless to the powerful. Is that what you? Okay. Uh, because the thing is, uh it, it for one thing, what's troublesome here is that they the, the mobs are actually affecting people's way of living for having personal opinions that are quite contrary and quite controversial, but at the same time, they have the right to have those opinions. In fact, if it doesn't like for me, if it doesn't um if it doesn't affect the way that they do their job, then they should be fine. I mean if these aren't teachers, these aren't how you say, news writers, these, well, one is an upcoming actor and a hostess, and the other one is just as an artist, you know, and of course they have an online presence, but their opinions, will they sway people to be their team? You know, some people are saying that they're enabling the depressive and harmful regime, you know, so that's one thing. Do you think it's worth, um, how you say, turning the mob towards these, more or less, well, they're, not, well they're, they're prominent people, but are they powerful enough to make a difference? Or will taking them mm. out make a difference at all?
1: Yeah, they don't. I mean, mm-hmm. what will happen if you take out those people? The structure mm-hmm. remains. Power structures mm-hmm. remains. Power, political inequality remains. The thing is, mm-hmm. these people practicing cancel culture should just be honest and say that they are as repressive as those that they dub as repressive. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. They, they should just be honest and call themselves a mob. An e Mm -hmm. (laughs) mob. This we have a new concept.
0: Mm -hmm. So you're saying is, you know, it's okay for them to be a mob as long as they're honest about it.
1: Yeah, they should just be honest about it.
0: So, so you're okay with how you say punishing people for having "quote unquote" wrong opinions?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, We move to a different issue, which is quite related. Mm -hmm. Which is, can you fight fire with fire? How can you fight Mm -hmm. repression? Can you fight repression Mm -hmm. with an equal or a different kind of repression? So I think those Mm -hmm. are questions that are being dragged aside simply because of this cancel culture. That people have a tendency Mm -hmm. to repress without knowing that they are actually repressing. They have a tendency Mm -hmm. to silence other people Mm -hmm. based on their judgments about the quality Mm -hmm. of those people's opinions. Should they even mm-hmm. hold such such judgments and evaluations? What right do mm-hmm. we have to judge someone's opinion? So mm-hmm. these are questions. Uh, these are not rhetorical questions. These are actual questions that are being cast aside by this mm-hmm. impulse to cancel.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, if you're going to ask me, I think mm. they're right in having these judgments. They're right in being able to at least take them, uh, make them accountable. But the thing is, uh, you do it in. A space of equal discussion, you know, mm-hmm. like what we mentioned in the uh, episode before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you, and you don't affect. Uh, well, you don't try to affect their way of livelihood, unless, mm-hmm. of course, their livelihood is depend. Well, their political opinions affect their um, their livelihood. Like for instance, if they're a newscaster, or if they're a news writer, or if they're a textbook writer, or a historian, etc. Mm-hmm. They they need to be objective. But if you're just an actor or a, I say, an artist, you know, and they're not, they're not, they won't always talk about political things. Then, you know, I mean, let them be, let them have their opinions, let them have their personal convictions, if ever. In fact, these aren't exactly inflammatory per se. In fact, it's one guy just admitting that he was wrong. So he should be allowed. Maybe, maybe that's not the primary reason, but people continued bashing him for it, you know, for, in regards to Tony, he's just, he's just defending like a kid, Mm. So, yeah, she's, it's an act of compassion and people are punishing her for it. So it's a little bit displaced, don't you think?
1: Mm, but then again, we also have cultural forms of power. Mm-hmm. That, that's one thing, should we count those people? The thing, is, uh, thing about cancel culture is that it redirects anger away from those who are supposed to feel it. So instead mm. of targeting the leaders, they are targeting the messengers, <laughs> targeting representatives mm-hmm. of that actual power. Can they yeah. cancel... To 30,
0: right? Yeah, they probably should. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, should, yeah. but here's the thing. What do you what do you think about their opinions first and foremost? Like for instance, like uh, being in favor of ABS CBN, or for this other artist uh, who says that Benilde you know, Marcos is the greatest first lady, which is. Honestly, like she has the biggest <laughs> impact. She's right, you know? What do you
1: think? <laughs> to be fair, yes. It's competition email Aurora. Oh, yeah. But, but what, what do I think about their opinions? <laughs> well, <clears throat> part of me would say I would agree with you and they have the right to their opinion, but that is utterly liberal. And I'm not liberal. Should, mm-hmm. they, have those, should they have those types of opinions? The fact is they do. So I think the problem is not them having such opinions, but what are the deeper factors that have shaped or that have allowed such opinions to emerge? Mm -hmm. Should they have the right? Well, they have it. That's one thing. I don't care if they have the right to have an opinion or not. The point is they have it. So how how to deal with it is a different thing. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So how about this? Let me put it this way. If you're an employer and one of Mm. your employees Mm. has a, how you say, let's say it's a supportive Duterteo. Mm. And he starts making posts on, on the social media. What mm. do you do?
1: What do I do? Hmm. It depends on my level of support for or against the Duterte. Mm-hmm. It depends on my level of support. Because if my level of support uh, for Duterte is high, then I would just let the employee be. But if I'm against the Duterte, then
0: mm-hmm. I couldn't
1: help myself but repress. hmm but then again, that's me putting my—that's putting myself on the shoe of an employer. Right. But for my case, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do I do? I am beyond such dichotomies at this point. I simply don't uh-huh. care. But, but then again, uh-huh. I would probably ask him why he holds such opinions.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. At least you're open to discussion. Yeah. Well, in fact, actually... Well, from in my case, again, it is the nature of the work you know, mm. and of course, these are media personalities. but what makes a vibrant media environment is that multiple issues and perspectives can coexist and maybe possibly even be in conflict with each other. They can mm. be resolved in the, on the screen, and that would be great mm. unfortunately, I think for us that's I think the attitudes of Filipinos is they I don't think they we as a society are used to having that conflict or that debate uh in play or in front of yeah. us in the screen there's always a good guy and there's always a bad guy and the bad guy will always be wrong mm. so that's problematic but you know anyway but so yeah. how should we what yeah one last thing before we move forward from this like how, how should we what we sh- should we learn from these two instances of people losing their jobs over political opinions
1: first it is unavoidable in the current climate so mm-hmm. we can expect more of this. Tragic, uh, to an extent, uh, instances. Uh, Second, we need to shift our attention away from people's opinions to the processes that allowed them to form such opinions, which is a more difficult problem to handle. The thing is, it's petty to just focus on someone's opinions. It's a bit more difficult Mm -hmm. to focus on how or why that person <clears throat> came up with such opinions in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. So, in, a, in other words, focus on, like, say, how that person was educated or yeah, yeah rather values, than... Values. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, because, again, there's a, there's a discussion to be had there because they mm. are in the media. You know, they're in the mm. process of making visual information and content. So, of course, there is some need for control there but at the same time you know these aren't ideologues these are people Mm. who are saying things in jest you know even Mm. in jest one is in jest possibly and the other one is just a guy admitting he was wrong which is at the same time shouldn't be you know punished you know for something he admitted to be wrong you know Mm. in the past so yeah anyway so anything else before we go
1: no what about you how would you try to resolve this I mean well first and foremost my question would be Cancel culture is not that predominant yet in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So how will you handle it? How should we handle
0: it? How should we handle it? Uh, well, personally, like my view is that ne- we never uh, well, it's never to punish people for having certain opinions. We always uh, discuss them, you know, and have an uh, open open discourse. And the thing is, uh, I think I've said this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you don't put their threaten their jobs unless their job has to do with a political a formation of opinions you know mm. or like if it's education or if it's information mm. but if it's not directly related to that like if we're a company of say paper salesmen then mm. who cares about your political opinions <laughs> <laughs> the thing is political opinions whether right or wrong they should be openly discussed and you know uh mm. openly discussed and expressed and that's the only way we can have an immunity to bad opinions By having them by expose, it's like a a vaccine. You know, you just Mm. have a bit of it, you know, and uh, we'll have be able to to have that intellectual immunity to bad opinions by exposing ourselves to these bad opinions and then taking them down, but not how you say, not not destroying uh, them outright. Mm. All right. And that has been the first slice of P.I. We'll be back with more uh, quick deep dives on the news later on. So please keep listening. And until then,
1: Magandang gabi, mga kapiyay.